Hello and welcome to IndyCar Weekly. I am Indy Star Motorsports Insider Jim Aiello, and I am joined by Connor Daly. Connor Daly, you have a, a new title, I think. Uh, we've been introducing you as Andretti Autosport U.S. Air Force driver, but uh, heading this week in Texas. This news should be coming out as we're recording it right now. Uh, what's your new title? Yeah, so we're just uh, going to be driving the 59 car. I believe that's the number. Um the Gallagher insurance entry for Carlin. Uh, so, well, congrats first. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, just uh, yeah, excited to just kind of step in. Obviously, going to be a totally different environment for me, but I know Carlin very well. Drove for them in 2011, and honestly, a lot of the guys on that team were there in 2011. So, uh, good group of people. Um, you know, we'll do what I can to obviously contribute to the team, and uh, and then go from there. You've become this guy. You've become the, the the guy you yeah. filled in at Harding last year. You've you've kind of jumped around. You're, you're the kind of guy that people call if they if they need somebody to sub, huh? I guess so. Yeah, I mean, it's it's weird to be that in that position. Yeah, I know that's not um, what you want, obviously. Oh yeah, there's the tweet. Look, it's official it now. Yeah, but it's they use a mate picture of me from 2011. Oh, you look like Ben <laughs> Hanley in that picture. Yeah, <laughs> young young Connor is uh, is back with with Carlin. Um, so that's quite funny. Um, but picture. yeah. Uh, you know, it's 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 going to be. Uh, you know, Texas is obviously. I think Texas is one of the most exciting races. I'm going to put a post a picture of you and say this is our new Carlin driver while oh. we're recording this podcast. Oh, sorry. Wow. Okay, there I'm you go. Sorry. Um, Keep going. I interrupted you. Texas is exciting, man. Um, I think everyone. You know, I, I liked how the race was in 2017, and I know other people didn't. Obviously, there was a lot of crashes and stuff like that, and it was crazy. But yep. I liked the racing, um, and this year, I guess, is going to be quite different with the tires. I obviously didn't get to. Um, obviously didn't get to run the car last year so i'm not really familiar with this package at texas right um so that'll be a bit of a learning experience but thankfully coming off of indy you know indy's pretty fresh in my head still uh but i guess the tire is super super different for this this weekend so it'll be it'll be interesting and it'll be hard i mean it's going to be hard for everyone i think with the with the wear with the way they plan to have the tire wearing yeah not awesome um, but uh, but we'll see. The we'll tires see have been happens. a bit of a topic of discussion the last couple of weeks here with Detroit being the Reds falling off so quickly there. I know guys weren't pleased about that, but yeah, yeah. I mean, the but Reds. but I thought that was cool at it, Detroit because it was it was very much like oh wow like that was the tire day. And on road courses, you know, I think that's okay because it's like then it then it really you know really makes you strategize when do you put on your Reds. You know what I mean? And, and the guys who you know tried to run you know run the reds long i mean gosh that was an unbelievable drop off and it and it made the race super exciting i think so that that was good but it's gonna be that's that texas <laughs> it's not texas. as fun texas yeah. you're like trying to survive um all right so what can you tell us i know this is going to be kind of a sensitive issue and we'll i'm sure i haven't even looked at the press release that just came out but um yeah i haven't either i feel like i should put out you want to you want to read it first yeah no well, no I, I read the press release yeah, okay. I well i mean what what do we know about what can you tell us about max and, and in terms of why he's not driving the oval this week um, well, you know what? I, I actually can't say much. I mean, okay. obviously I think, you know, I'm, I'm just here to, to fill, you know, to do, to, to be a driver and to help the team, you know, for this weekend. And that's, that's as much as I know. Right. So, okay. um, you know, obviously want to, uh, you know, obviously I like Max a lot and he's a, he's a great driver. Um, and, and yeah, we want to just kind of, you know, try and work together this weekend and, and see what happens. But, but yeah, it's, it's, it's obviously, um, you know, for for me, it's great to be driving again, and uh, and and if if I can help that team in any way, and if we can all work together, then then that would be awesome. 
When did you know this? What did they ask you? I mean, when did they say, hey, don't have any plans for Texas, maybe? Just, just I mean, was this like right after the 500, or can you, I mean, when, when did they say maybe this is something that might be happening? Um, I, I don't know if I can say. Realistically, it was it, it was after the 500 where it was like, are you available? Okay. Um, and 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 I, you know, I was like, ah, maybe I don't know why. I don't know what was going on because it was very, it's a very sensitive, sure. you know, very sensitive deal. Obviously, as in racing, you know, it always is. So, um, so yeah, it, it, I I didn't have a lot of notice, but um, but that's fine. You know, that's racing. I mean, I'm always ready to. Yeah, that's why I always have my helmet with me. I have my seat yeah. literally on me. And I got to thank Andretti for getting the seat over to them in Detroit. Um, that was, you know, that was really helpful. And Andretti's been awesome with, um, you know, allowing me to obviously do that. I have to get approval from them. Um, and they, you know, they obviously know that I'm a driver and I have to drive. So, um, so that's, that's, that's what's, that's what's cool about working with those guys. Yeah. I, and to, to, to ask, was that a complicated process with Andretti or would they just say, hey, hey man, it's best for your career, get in the car and go? You know they get it. Obviously, they're like, oh well, you know that's that's Honda a shame. Chevy. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's tough and it's awkward. But I, you know, I talk to Honda as well, and I mean, I have a great, I, I think I have a good relationship with Honda, and they appreciated, you know, me being, you know, honest with them. Obviously, because it's it's a it's a tough scenario. Um, but I would like to, you know, but I think they all know what position I'm in. I mean, I got to drive. I, I don't have the ability to really control my own destiny when it comes to you know inserting myself into certain teams and rides. Yes. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, everyone's been pretty cool with that, so that's nice. Can you give us an indication? Okay, so you know, I think the news that came out it came out in May, but people didn't really seem to be aware of it was that Patricio Award would not be able to drive at Iowa and St. Louis, and and so they're looking. They had a couple of oval oval spots open for them, obviously yeah. already, and now you're doing this oval at Texas. So have they clued you in? Have they? Get, can, what can you tell us about what the future might hold beyond Texas? Not to, not to look past the race this yeah. weekend. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I still live life day one day at a time, and I, and, and I think you know that's the way they've told me to you know look at this, and and that's totally cool. And okay. I mean, uh, we're obviously we've got one weekend in front of us, and we're gonna do the best we can with that. So you know, I, I don't really know what's next, obviously, um, because now I'm in the middle of you know you're in the middle of two different situations right like obviously we want to try and be with andretti you know at some point later in the year and 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 they're working on you know more races there but obviously that's 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 a tough situation as well because you know someone's got to be the you know the financial contributor to that and um and then now we've got this new situation so um so yeah i just you know i don't know i don't know what's going to happen but at least we got something going for uh for this weekend well you've talked about I think we, you know, I talked about in Detroit that the Iowa Gateway thing again. Not to get too far ahead, but you have you have other commitments, right? I mean, at that point, or is that something that you know? Well, yeah. I mean, I, at Iowa, I'm driving the two seater, and honestly, they 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 take care of us really well. And I mean, I got to think of you know, one off IndyCar rides apart from the 500. Um, I don't, I can't necessarily say that you get paid well for them, so. <laughs> Yeah. So that's tough. I mean, I gotta, I gotta make a living well, yeah, you doing gotta, this. You gotta weigh the money um, versus the opportunity. I yeah, guess. Okay. yeah, and and so that's that's gonna, you know, that that's sort of right now. I'm busy at Iowa and Gateway. Like Gateway, I have a Lamborghini race that weekend, and obviously we're trying to win that championship with Precision Performance Motorsports. So, you know, I've I've obviously you know made a commitment to them. Um, so yeah, we're in an odd spot. Obviously, I knew I'd end up in this situation. I think you know middle <laughs> of the year, but. Um, but yeah, it, it's an okay situ- it's a, it's an okay situation to be in for sure. Have you you just talked about obviously it's a it's a it's a one-off thing. It's not that's, you know, that's not the 500. Does this have 
I don't know, the ability to have a positive effect on your career going forward? Um, I think so. I mean, driving is better than not driving. I think I think I've matured enough now to where even if we, you know, even if we don't have the best package, you know, this weekend or, or if something, you know, if something's a little bit off and we're just trying to work on on it, you know, I think I've matured enough to where I'm going to, you know, obviously just take what I can get out of it. I think, and I think people know, you know, know that and and understand that on on ovals for sure, obviously. Um, but Charlie did well, you know, at the, at the race at Texas last year for Carlin, I think it was a top 10 finish. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we're, we're going to go into it and obviously try and make the best of it. Um, but yeah, I obviously want to keep things in perspective and, you know, be a reliable guy, you know, in, in the car. And that's, you know, that's the goal. Have you had an opportunity to work with Charlie before? Cause it'll be your teammate, obviously in this oval. You know what? I have not, um, I have not, but, uh, you know, he's obviously got a, a good reputation for himself on, you know, on the ovals for sure. And has obviously been an IndyCar race winner. So, um, so yeah, it'll be good to, uh, you know, good to at least bounce some ideas back and forth off of him and, and hopefully we can, you know, get a good weekend for the team. And you're, I assume mentally prepared for all the diabetes jokes, the team diabetes jokes you're going to get with that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I can mention anything like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going into this weekend as a, as a non-diabetic. Okay. We're going to picture myself well, congrats- as if I do not have. Congratulations on not having it this I've weekend. I've been cured this weekend, yeah. <laughs> All right, and, and yeah, so we avoid more awkwardness on the diabetes. Yes. We'll move forward, we'll move forward. But no, I um, I don't know. Is there anything else you want to talk about with Carlin? Anything else you can say about Carlin? Like I said, I mean, you've got... Not really. I would say you've, you've gotten to work... I, I did want to know, people might want to know, you've gotten to work with Trevor before. Yeah, Trevor, I mean, so Trevor's a great guy. And honestly, my, my dad and Trevor talk all the time. They're still good friends. I mean, Trevor gave me my first shot going over to Europe. And honestly, it was, it was a... It was a a great deal. I mean, he, he, he subsidized, you know, there, there was a good subsidy going on over there to bring me over there. We had some sponsorship, some, some scholarship money, obviously. Um, and, and it, and it worked out well. Trevor, Trevor did everything he could. We had a tough year in GP3, but it was, it was my first year. And, um, and that was really cool to work with those guys. And I, and I enjoy the environment. I think Carlin is such a powerhouse operation across the entire world now, obviously. Um, and, and they realize that IndyCar is a learning experience yeah. and, and it's tough. And, and even talking to the guys, you know, they're, they're all very positive and it's just like, Hey, it's just going to take us time to learn and, and, um, and keep growing. And so I think it's cool to be a part of that growing process, obviously. And, um, you know, yeah, the, the, it, it's just going to be, you know, an enjoyable, enjoyable weekend for sure. Okay. Last thing on this I want to ask you is, um, say you finished 28th at the Indianapolis 500. Yeah. Does this happen? You know what? Probably not. Okay. But I don't know. Is it, I mean, is it, was it about the relationship or is it more about the result? What you've proven on an oval? I, I didn't know what you think. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I actually, I actually don't know about that. I think it always helps when you do well, though. It I was always saying, helps to do I would, well. I think you would you would like to think that you you know again we talked about this on the last podcast that your performance at the Indy Five Hundred would hopefully open some eyes and, and get people to realize that yeah. what you can do. I didn't know if you thought this was a result of maybe doing that. Well, I I, I think Trevor Trevor's always known I think about you know me and so I so I don't know I mean even before the five hundred. You know, we were talking about, you know, the future and just sort of what, you know, what, what, what IndyCar looks like and stuff like that. So I don't think the 500 necessarily was the selling point, but it certainly helps. It absolutely helps, especially obviously Texas is a hard oval and it's tough and you got to be mature. You got to be, you know, smart. And, um, and yeah, I think I've, I've developed in those areas, you know, over the years. Have you gotten a chance to, you, I mean, like you said, you were talking to some of these guys this week. Do you, do you have a pretty good familiarity with the guys that are you'll be working with, not just Charlie? I do, obviously. actually, yeah. yeah. Okay. Some of the guys, uh, some of the guys I used to, I, I, I've known for a long time, okay. and, and I still talk to them every, every time I see them. So, 
Um, you know, it's it's a good young group of guys, uh, and yeah. and and even on the engineering side, some of the engineers there were there when I was there. Um, so so it's pretty cool to to kind of be reunited with those guys. I would say they did a good job too. I mean, I, I think. After what they went through at Indy, that was tough. Losing two of their guys going to the 500 and to come yeah. back. And I, th- I thought, you know, Pato qualified seventh and eighth, uh, put themselves in good position for good results. Yeah, I mean, that's just, it's it's, it's, it's hard, but you know what? I mean, they, no one really seems too down about it. They said, hey, you know, it's tough. It's it's part of it. And, and they said it was one of the most grueling, you know, weekends ever. But, um, but you know, you bounce back from that, right? You got to go racing again. And, and obviously, I think they had, you know, Charlie... Charlie had a good car for the race in Indy. I think he was he was saying so. So yeah, you know we'll uh, you know we'll just see how see what happens as we go. Yeah, for sure. No, Trevor. Like I said, I talked to Trevor this weekend. He sounded bummed. Like the most he said that was the hardest hardest month of his life. But like I said, that, I think the whole team bounced back in a good way. Um, I know the results weren't quite with their hope. I think Patricio finished 14th and Max finished 17th, and at least in the second race. Yeah, but he did qualify. But Max well. was up there for a little while. Patricio, I think, had a great weekend. Obviously, the the the, the contact there at the beginning of race two was a shame. Obviously, yeah. but but they've done a good job for sure. So you know, so yeah, Detroit. I mean, Detroit in general is a mess sometimes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we saw a lot of people. I mean. Phew, there was a lot of craziness going on. Yeah, so. let's get into it. Like I said, yeah. we, we talked about you, and like I said, it's, uh, you talk a little bit about it, and I'm going to finish this Instagram. <laughs> you going to finish? It? Oh, yeah. about, is this about your Carlin ride? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That, this is, this takes priority. Okay, so yeah, we'll, it's all right. we'll rewind to uh, to Detroit, which ended up being, and I can sort of do both, so just keep. Yeah, no, yeah. I'll, I'll talk. I'll give you. I'll give you like a minute, and then Perfect. you just chime in when you're ready. Exactly. Okay, so we'll rewind to Detroit, which sometimes can be a race that I think it is kind of a slog thing. A lot of guys coming after Indy. It's a long month. People are having a hard time getting there and kind of getting focused. I think Joseph Newgarden spoke immediately after the first practice of the day saying, I'm exhausted. The team's exhausted. It's going to be really hard to kind of get going in, in the way, you know, and then, and Alex was in that press conference with him and said, it's really weird to kind of reconfigure your brain to yes. go from oval to road course. And he said, he kept, I think the phrase he says, I was stupid with words because he was just trying to, his engineers would ask him, what do you need to make this car better? And he, he couldn't get out of super speedway mode. And yeah, so I think I think for the whole te- for the whole series it's a little bit like that. Yeah, I mean t- Detroit it just it happened so fast and you got two races physically. I mean heck even I'm still sore from the Indy 500 and I was like, you know, everyone used to just has to get back in and get ready to go again. Um and you know, a lot of guys are looking for redemption though too. Right. Certainly like the Carlin guys and some of the guys that, you know, might not have had a great weekend uh, at Indy, you know, everyone wants to get on that redemption tour. That's, I think that's probably why I always did well there. I was trying to redeem myself <laughs> from Indy, but, um, but it's a great race. I think, I think the qualifying there is super exciting. Yeah. I think the racing was fantastic this weekend. You know, you had a bit of a little bit of rain. Yep. You had a dry race that was super great with tire wear. I mean, I think overall, like the racing was super exciting, certainly on Sunday as well. For the, I've been there three times now to cover it, and that was is easily. Is the Texas race the DXC 600? Yeah, DX. Yeah, yes. Okay. Just make sure. Adding text. Yeah, I'm yeah, just, I'm hashtagging. Hashtagging, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I love being here live with you for this. This is yeah. Fun. This is a, this is what you get as a live live podcasting experience. <laughs> we've had we've broken news before. You broke the Patricio Roared uh, Red Bull news, oh, yeah, so that was go. that was all you. Yeah, man. I thought, I'm telling you, people gotta listen to this podcast if you're not. Um, the rain though. Let me let's go back to race one. Yes, 75 minute rain shortened race. I will say fans were displeased by the fact that it was 75 minutes, and here's here's why. They 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 decided to kick the race over from NBC to I think Ooh, it was tough MSNBC. Yeah. 
Yes. But they were saying, if you're going to kick the race, why not just do the whole thing? And I understand that instinct, but I think they were a little bit – I think they wanted to try to get as much of the race in on network television as possible. So yes. I talked to Michael Andretti afterward. He said he totally understood his decision. Some other guys yeah. said they understood it. I don't know what you thought of that. Well, uh, it's weird. I mean, it was like a sprint race. I know. Yeah. It changes but, strategy so much, yeah, too. Yeah. I one stop. But um, – but you know what? It is what it is. We got to work with it, right? We got to do. We got to react to the situation. I, I I hated that we waited so long. I mean, I'm no weatherman, but I didn't see any lightning. I didn't even see any rain. I was standing outside. I was like, "Come on, can we get this going?" I know because um, because because I was like, I was waiting to drive the two seater. I was like, yeah. "Let's just get this going." I want to get this over with. You know, whatever. Two seater in the wet. Now I have questions for you on that. We'll get yeah. to it because people want to know how that was. I guess so. Yeah. Which I mean, it, was it sucks. Was it an That's adventure it or no? It's yeah, a bit of an adventure. Okay, we'll get to it. We'll get to it later. But uh, to get to the race, yeah. I mean, when did you? I mean, were you down on the stand or what? Because I I talked to Veach the next day and he's like, I didn't find out until like five laps in that we were only going seventy five minutes. So it seemed yeah. like it was kind of a late development. I didn't know when did you hear, and when did you know <laughs> what these guys were going to be going for? I Facetimed Alex. Uh, like while I was sitting in the two seater truck, really? like, hey, you do what's happening? He's watching National Treasure, and I was like, uh, are we going racing? He's like, I have no idea. I'm like, all right, so I just started Thanks. walking down National Treasure. Just yeah, watch National it. Treasure. I think that was just on TV. Okay, gets his mind out of the. All right, that's interesting to know. I'll have to ask him about that later. Yeah, exactly. Is he a big fan? I don't know. I I don't I don't know, but it but yeah, it was just a weird day, and honestly, I think everyone just wanted that race to be, you know. No one wanted to do two races on Sunday. Yeah. That would have been a lot. Oh, well, that's never going to happen. Uh, well, yeah, people, like, people started talking about it like, hey, we've done oh, two races yeah, on one day before. And I was, I was like, no, no, no. Let's get this race in now. Yeah, yeah. And again, to, for the fans, I think a lot of people were upset. But I, I do think you have, to, you have to worry about the people that are sitting in the stands. They don't want to wait. I mean, that's like a long day for them if they're waiting the whole time. So I don't know. Yes. I, don't, I try not to make excuses for IndyCar on this kind of thing. But I do feel like they were kind of their hands were tied a little bit. Yeah, it's hard. It's not easy. When you're working with a broadcaster, too, and they're kind of, oh. to be honest with you, they're kind of calling the shots. On, on that kind of stuff. So, yeah. All right, let's talk about the race, though, because we got rain. It was fascinating. Yes, I, I, I love the rain racing, by the way. Lo- most The most laps I've done at Detroit has probably been in the wet. In the wet? Yeah, 2015. I think 2016 it rained for sure. 2017, I think it rained for one practice. But, yeah, it right. was wild. Well, a lot was made of, and I think rightfully so, of Marco Andretti's performance on the slick tires in the wet. Did you get a chance to watch that in-car camera, and what did you think of that whole thing? Um, I thought that he was brave. Uh, I mean, it is tough to get wet on. I mean, I'm actually glad that we have an onboard system like that, though, that got that, because that's important. I think I think it's not focused on enough that, like, when we're going out there on, like, the slick tires in the wet, yeah. like, I, I've not actually seen, like, a long extended onboard clip of that, and thankfully they just stayed with them, and they got this whole clip. So. I thought it was, they, they did it the whole lap. I mean, you were with on TV. We were watching him the entire lap, which I thought NBC had showed great discipline to, you know what, say, you know what, forget the rest of the race for a minute. Let's just see how this goes for Marco. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was because I mean, you, he literally almost looked like he hit the wall about fourteen times as yeah, he was doing it. I, but but that's what we do. I mean, like right. I, we've all had laps like that. You know what I mean? Thankfully, they just happened to catch it. Um, oh boy, lots of interesting people are developing headlines over this Carlin stuff. It's like, can you read us any? Oh yeah, it's like big news. Kind of, they will run the remaining ovals on the IndyCar scale. I was like. No one has said that in the release at all. It's literally just for Texas. I, and love, I was like, I love this. And then it's and then there's this one. It's motorsport. <laughs> it's like Max Chilton quits ovals for 2019. And I was like, man, like why do you got to be like that? I guess that none of us had said none of us have said that in any of the press releases. But hey, 
You know what? I don't know. Did he? Well, it was motorsport.com. Oh, yeah. I mean, see, technically, I hate, that, I I hate guess being behind true, the news, but, yeah. but maybe he did. I mean, I can look and see if he said so, anything. Yeah, it says, per Carlin Racing, Connor Daly will race in the final four ovals for the season. I, that's not in the release. That's not in the release at all. Okay. So, but maybe Trevor said something, something else. I don't know. <laughs> let's, let's read. Oh, no, we got. That's so funny. Anyway, let's just keep talking about Detroit. I don't want to get in trouble talking about anything about Texas. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm looking. Yeah, you're right. I'm looking at this release. It doesn't seem to have anything else. Oh, wait, yeah. I, can I read you your own quote? Uh, no, I remember that. <laughs> I just think it'd be funny to read your own quote back to you, but now you're right. This is, this, that's kind of boring. Sorry. That's all right. A, so, yeah, Detroit was wild. Detroit, Detroit was, wild. was wild. Wait, what did you think of the non... Because the Andretti team, Marco, Veach, Hunter <sighs> Ray, I think Ferrucci, and a couple other guys got kind of expecting the yellow, expecting them to pack back up, expecting that, that they would benefit from going out there and pitting early, and it didn't happen. What did you think of... What did you make of the call and what happened to well, them? Well, I thought, Mark, I thought the packing up situation was odd. Okay. I think a lot of people were upset about that, yes. and Marco should have been upset about that because, yeah. like, you pit early and take that chance for a reason. Because right. if it goes yellow, you take advantage of it. So I was very confused by that. But that's mainly on the drivers. Like, there's a lot of drivers I know. Like, that's mainly on us. And so, like, I sometimes, like, I I have never not wanted to pack up. Like, whenever it's been yellow, I've been flat on the gas to try and catch whoever's in front okay. of me. So, but I don't think there are people who are. So so I don't know. It's yeah. very strange. Zach Veach said there was a, a particular driver out in front of him who had no interest in packing up. Um, yeah. I, I can say it because I, I don't think he would deny it. It was Spencer Piggott. He said he just had no interest in trying to pack up at that point. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So race control offers an explanation after the race. They say that we expected everybody to kind of pack up faster. We were trying to cram as much green flag racing as we could into the timed race. Um, kind of read it as an apology to me, to be honest with you, to the guys that went in there and took that risk and rolled those dice and didn't play out. And I think the problem for guys like Michael was pissed, called the BS afterward. And, yeah. and he was saying that the problem is when you are at the Indy 500, and you took 10 laps to pack everybody up, and now you're not going to take the time to do it. Yeah. It's a little yeah. inconsistent. It, it, it was. And, and I mean, you could argue all day things with race control and all that stuff. I know. But, you know, it it is what it is. These things happen. Um, and, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you were, but if you were in Marco's shoes, that's and I got that. I think that's the perspective we're looking for. Is that if you were in Marco's shoes or any of the guys that pitted, you'd be pretty upset. I would assume that that, that didn't happen. But oh, that, I would. Yeah, I mean, if I was Marco, I mean, I mean, genuinely be really upset because yeah. he goes out there and risks his car to try and you know be out there one of the first on slicks. Yeah, and then that happens. So you know, I was I was I was happy to see a dry race this Sunday because I think once we saw like how close people were racing when there was a dry line at the end of Saturday. I was like, oh, it's hard to pass because it's wet offline. Yeah. But I really hope that it's dry on Sunday because I think people were able to race each other really well, and, and they obviously were. Yeah. Um, to wrap up one, Newgarden wins. Big yes. win, big for his championship points. Yeah, um, Alex hated that. I was going to say, uh, Alex I mean, finished. lost it in the pits. Oh, that's tough. Finished I mean, behind Joseph a Penske. Lucky. Yeah. Pretty lucky there. Pretty lucky. I think it's not... <laughs> It's lucky, and it's nice to have Tim Sintrick. Tim's a smart man. He's, yeah, Rob he, Edwards is smart though too. But for it's sure. just like when you're the leader, also, you're, you can't you're just give all, it up. Well, yeah, when you're the leader, it's always you're in a bit of a tough spot. Yeah. I mean, yes, leading the race is great, but yeah. no, but you can't. It's pitting and giving up the lead, and then you can look. Yeah, you don't want to be the guy that gave it up for no reason. Yeah, um, Alex just texted us saying that he's removing me from the group chat of Andretti teammates. You're out. <laughs> <laughs> that happens. You know what? That's fine. I get it. Um, but yeah, Alex, honestly, <laughs> I think Alex was, was without a doubt the fastest car all weekend long. I, I really do think no, so. I, you said it before the, before yeah, the week. And, and I mean, 
you look at in his qualifying session on Sunday, half a second clear of everyone. I mean, they were just like, well, we're waiting to qualify a second because we know the second group's going to be faster, which is you know, normally that's what happens. Yeah. But it's like Alex was in a really good spot there, so it's it, it's it's tough to I'm, he's I'm, you know it's tough to see him you know kind of miss out on that weekend. But for the points, you know he salvaged it. Obviously, trying to get through that crash with Hinch and yeah, Joseph yeah, yeah. too. I mean, oh, I was, ask you about that one. Yeah, I mean that was close, and that was really not not normal from Joseph, right? Like we don't really see that. Can you I call mean, it a mistake? Was it a mistake? Well, I think so. Yeah, because like, but, but all three of them like were never going to make that corner. <laughs> I think everyone was everyone was so intent on trying to late like not lose position. Yeah, no one was making that corner. Like that was one of those things where usually sometimes like the third car in line sees it coming. Yeah. But I think Alex was still charging in so hard as well that even he had to make a you know a bit of a half spin. Right. Okay. So. That was really interesting. I mean, that was like it was like three dudes who were just never going to lift, and they both just went to the wall. <laughs> All right. So, if you're Newgarden, are you? Let's yeah. Let's just start with the perspective of your Joseph Newgarden. Are yeah. you first of all? Are you pissed that Hinchcliffe came out of the pits that way right in front of you? Uh, yes. If you're Newgarden, I'm not yeah, saying Hinch was it's wrong. It's a little I'm aggressive. Saying, it's okay. a little aggressive, I think. But that pit entry, that pit exit is just dangerous. Anyway. Yeah, you come right so out in front of everybody. It's, it's dangerous nuts. anyway. Okay. Um. But but I know the inside of Detroit. I've I've defended down there before, and I've seen cars literally try to take that super inside lane. And they, I remember it was Sage Carrop in 20, 2015. Okay, tried to take the super inside line. Everyone was upset. He was upset because he thought I was blocking, but I gave him the lane, and he went straight into three cars in front of me and hit a bunch of people. So like that, it's like it's there's no grip down there, and you know you want the inside really badly, but whoa, that was that was tough. And honestly, you know. This the Detroit weekend was actually like a big weekend for like superstars and small mistakes, right? Like yeah. Dixon. Dixon, Dixon crashed on Saturday. Like po- power and qualifying. Pow- I mean, when does that happen? It never. You know, like Dixon, I was like, I saw uh, like one of his guys. I was like, hey man, you know, once in fifteen years, that, you know, it happens, right? <laughs> I and he's like, jeez. I mean, like that just happens. It shows what level everyone is at right now and trying to find the smallest of margins and. You know, it's the same thing for, you know, Joseph trying to get ahead of Hinch because that could have totally changed his race because yep. Alex is breathing down his neck. Yep. And and then, you know, it worked out well for Alex, obviously, in the end. So, <laughs> a wild scenario. That was, okay, so my question from the, out, from we were watching it on TV, it did it, it looked like to me that Rossi pressured Newgarden into making that mistake. Like he, I, he, I think so, yeah. Cause like he, he kind of oh, pushed her. Sure. Yeah, because he, you know, he dived, he was the first one to dive inside. Yes. And then Newgarden said, okay, I have to protect. And then just kind of, Never really, like you said, was never going to make that corner. So it was never going to make the corner. Yeah. So I was like, that, that doesn't happen though if it's just Newgarden. And yeah, Hinch, right? I, I, Rossi kind of pushes him into it. Because Alex bit. is Alex is a very smart guy, so I, I think um, you know he could have seen that. And Joseph is very smart also as well. But I think when you have that guy breathing down your neck, yeah. when you're able to put a car that's on cold tires in between you and him, that's like the best feeling ever. Okay. So I can understand it. Okay. I can I can understand it, but it's you know, but that's why this is racing. Racing is hard because you're trying to push the limits at all times, yeah. and and um, you know, and we saw the the mistakes there. So so that was very interesting. I yeah, thought. very for, very interesting. for Hinchcliffe's perspective too. By the way, it wasn't like he was fighting for nothing. That was for the lead. Yeah. If he stayed out in front of yes. Newgarden and 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 Rossi, he would. And been... you hate to see it for Hinch too, because obviously you know yeah. that team. I think that team was quite strong all weekend. Um, and obviously we saw that with. Um, with Marcus, Marcus yeah, getting yeah, on Marcus, the podium race yeah. too. I mean, great for him. I'm so pumped for him because he had a lot of his. Uh, actually, he had a lot of his sour mechanics from Formula One. Yeah, they uh, were there. Right there, there, yeah. That's and awesome. We had dinner with him the night before uh, really on cool. Friday night, 
and because uh, everyone's coming over ready to go to Montreal, right. and so they were all there. They were having a great time. Obviously, IndyCar is more way more fun weekends than, than Formula One. <laughs> <laughs> so they were having a great time, and uh, and and yeah, it was just it was cool to see him do that. I think in front of those guys because he, you know, he's obviously being an F1 for like four years or whatever and only fighting for, you know, eighth, right? That's yeah. that's tough. I mean, he said it's his first podium since 2013. I mean, like, GP2. That's, I yeah, like that's that's the crazy. crazy thing about this stuff. So racing is tough. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and and you know, to get something like that after a long time is is pretty cool. Yeah, he him. was pumped. He said, I, I think the quote, the best quote for I saw him was, I just missed the feeling. I just missed the feeling yeah, of being on a podium. Yeah, like, it's just a great, I got that in Detroit. I was like, man, it's just a nice, just nice. You know, yeah. Even if it's second or third, it doesn't matter. Like the podium's just a nice, a nice thing. <laughs> yeah, no, and for him, he's looking, looking to his, to, I don't know, I'm going to make this up, but looking to his left, it's, Scott Dixon, and then I think further left, maybe it's his right, I'm bad at podiums, is Will Power. I mean, he was literally between two of the best IndyCar has to offer. And I think that made, I think that meant a lot to him, that the yeah. fact that he was, you know, a Scott Dixon win, Will Power finishes third, which, by the way. Yeah, great. I mean, Power let's, was let's so Let's talk about that about race, because yeah, my yeah. God, I mean, hit the gearbox issue, got up on top of Rosenquist on the first lap, the car stalls on the track, he barely makes it out ahead of the pace car. Talk about a wild ride. Oh, my huh? gosh. I mean, old, uh, Will, Willie P's had some really <laughs> interesting races, and you just see him at the end, and you're like, well, of course he's here. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just – that whole first corner accident was just a wild, a wild situation. I, I mean – Did you get to see it, or did you have to watch oh, the replay? Yeah. Well, I watched the replay. Because you were – yeah, I was, yeah, I was still, yeah, I was still, still tootling around my <laughs> two-seater. But, yeah, I mean, wild, wild situation. There's just so many cars. I mean, but, again, I think it was down to, like – was power on the inside i mean i was like yeah. it was a bit of an aggressive move it on was, his part i mean you're guaranteed to be three wide and poor rosenquist had nowhere to go, nowhere to I go. Mean, where the heck do you go there I, there was some banter about it was it was almost like one of those remember when almondinger launched over everyone into that corner yeah. because everyone just tried to go in there and freaking smash everyone it was almost like that like guys there's not many cars that are that are yeah. gonna fit in there so and this is not a time race you have time just relax but that first lap was nuts like and no there was some banter whether or not apparently power paid felix a visit after qualifying really i guess maybe he had uh um not allowed will to unleash his quickest lap perhaps and so i don't know i didn't know if that played out in the race maybe will was being a little aggressive with the yeah, rookie i don't know i just because he didn't give him anywhere to go yeah, I, I I mean I didn't like it, but you know what? You got to fight for stuff, right? And Will ha- hated the first day, so you knew he was going to be aggressive. Yeah, um, well, you never see him screw up in qualifying ever. And but he they did. made it through. They made it through, so that's important. He did, but yeah, yeah like I said you're right. It was a weird race for new or a weird weekend for Newgarden Dixon. But again, is is there any? Can you read into it at all that it's like, hey, May was a really long time, and maybe these guys are just a little tired, not making their best decisions, or is that just uh, no just good for th- good media storyline type of thing? No, I think. I mean, you're always ready to race, right? It doesn't okay. matter if you've been strung out for three weeks trying to work and just and race, but it's like, uh, yeah, it's it's tough. It's it's it's. I love Detroit, but I think the teams know that it's tough. And but I think the drivers always show up for sure, ready to ready to deliver. Okay, one of the other guys I want to talk to before we move on past uh be past Detroit, even though like I said, there's a lot to talk about. Was um was Takumasato? Takumasato has the third place finish there. Um. I don't know. I can't remember exactly where he finished in the second race. It was, I thought, a top 10, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I could pull it up here while we're talking. But more, what, I, what I'm getting at is that he's fifth in the championship. <clears throat> he's sandwiched in between Dixon and Power in terms of the championship. Do you think, you know, we, I think championship season always comes, and it's always yes. Penske, Ganassi, and then Andretti Car usually, or two. Do you think Takuma can, this, you know, consistency has never been his strong suit throughout, the, throughout his career. Do you think maybe this year he can 
keep putting up good results and, and, and at least stay in the championship hunt for nah. 10, 12, 14 races? I don't know. I picked him in fantasy IndyCar this weekend in Texas, so okay. I'm hoping he can do well. Uh, but I don't know, man. I mean, I mean, good for him if he can finally, you know, find that little stretch of consistency to to fight for a championship. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, that is a good question. I, I think, you know, Graham has been faster than his results have been for sure. Have been for sure. I think Graham's been caught out in a lot of situations. I think Graham was really fast in Detroit as well. They have a good car in Detroit. Yeah, 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 for sure. So. So you know, I'd actually be, I'd actually think Graham and Sato could have strong weekends at Texas this weekend. Okay, um, but certainly once they get back to the road courses, I, I can see the Ray Hall team being being pretty strong. He's gotten oh, it was thirteenth by the way in the second race, but he's got three podiums, including a win at Barber. Um, one, two, three, four, five, five top ten so far. Yeah, uh, eight races. I mean. This is, I think, this is possibly the most consistent stretch of his career to this point. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, and, and I think, I think, you know, he's he got pretty lucky at Indy. Yeah, and he got pretty, you know, pretty yeah, lucky I know. there. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> I know um, this is a sour point for super you. Super lucky. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. I mean. Let's I, see. I don't let's know. See. Yeah. I mean, just I mean, to we're see. only we're not even halfway through. Right? I know. So. I just I like the idea of a kind of a quote unquote surprise championship contender. It would be nice to have somebody that wasn't. You know, the same five, six guys you expect every time. Which is, I mean, I'm not to say that those guys are boring in any way, shape, or form, but I'd like to see, I'd like to see, you know, a little bit of a a different name, a different yeah, face. Yeah, why not, I think right? Make, yeah, I think it'd make it fun, that's all. Yeah. Um, Pagano, brutal weekend. Yes. Um, even though, again, I want to just keep, rec- I, I, <laughs> I feel like I just keep doing this to you, though. You, yeah. You, you said you never worried about his spot at Penske. Yes. You never worried about his championship uh, bona fides here. You knew he was going to be in it. And he gets, I, I think, a massive break, to be honest with you. Because he had... I talked to his engineer. at. Yeah. Uh, I talked to After Bretzman. Race two or race one? No, this was Friday night. Oh, before okay. the race. Before the race. Yeah, and I was, like, I was like, hey, I know how you guys work. I said, you guys are my pick to come back and win the you championship. Said, oh, you he's did? like, oh, man, I appreciate that. <laughs> That's I was like, awesome. I know how you guys work. And he's like, yeah, you know, just take, you know, we... We got we got a, got a good feel for. It. I was like, yep, I know. Like, I don't know what's gonna happen <laughs> it's, here? Then you can tell it's documented. You've yeah, yeah, it on it's documented. Yeah, um, but it was cool to chat with those guys. Um, I bet they were feeling pretty good. But I mean, Simon will be fine, right? Like, you get caught out and stuff like that. You gotta and and you know what's really impressive about Penske too? I think sure they're always trying to get the points. They fix those cars and they get them back out he there. Did. I mean. I don't. I haven't seen many teams doing that. I mean, obviously, Alex. They did that for him at the Grand Prix of Indy. They yep. fixed his car and he drove around, right? But you know, I think Pagano picked up at least two or I three was, points. I think it was two or three yeah, spots he, so, he got. So you know, that's important. You never know. Yeah, seventeenth is different than nineteenth. So he picks up yeah, thirteen yeah. points. And and we, I talked to him and he was trying to keep the smile off his face when I asked about Joseph's crash. Yeah, but it's big for him. It's I, big, you're, yeah, not, big. you're not cheering for Joseph to crash. But no. The points leader crashes that keeps you right in the hunt. That's big, yeah. And so yeah. I think he needs that going forward, going to Texas. Yeah. And um, so yeah, let's, let's talk about Texas, the Oval. We're talking about the last guy to win on an Oval. It was Simon Pagano. Do you expect yes. him to be similarly competitive this weekend? I would say so. Yeah, yeah the Penske's I, I as think, well. I mean, all of them. I think when at at a, at a weekend where there's <clears throat> less downforce, um, the tires are supposed to be super wary. Yeah cars with the most mechanical grip are going to be you know up front so i i see the i see the powerhouse teams really doing well i see you know ganassi penske andretti probably schmidt okay um i see them doing quite well because they're obviously they have a very good uh, a good damper program um 
but you know, we'll see. Obviously, but I, I certainly don't see any reason why it won't be Penske and Andretti fighting for a win, and probably Scott Dixon, obviously. Okay, so you have your work cut out for you then this weekend. Well, I think it's it's. T- I mean, I don't know. I don't know until I'm in. Well, so you haven't been in, but, you haven't been uh, in but it Cars certainly will be a different. It will be, it'll be a different situation, I think, for me. Yeah, but I'm just gonna try and learn and figure it out. Okay. Um, I feel like we should get to Twitter questions because I have to. You're gonna fly to us. Yeah, that's like fine. We're gonna get. Uh, <laughs> I guess I, I in the future. I think I want to talk to you about IndyCar, NASCAR, a doubleheader because that's been a popular topic. So everybody, bank that in their minds uh, for the future. We'll talk about <laughs> that later. But we have uh, Twitter questions from you guys, which we really appreciate. Oh man, you're probably getting. We're probably getting a lot more right now. Yeah, ever since I, the news I, came I out. can't keep up with them now, but you might be able to. Let's see. What is? Zach Veach wants to know, Connor, what's the count? Do you know what this means? I don't know what that means. I think it means how many cars have I driven now? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yeah, so how many? Te- I don't know. How so many, many. How many teams? Let's go. Okay, Andretti, Foyt, Carlin now. Yeah, Harding, Andretti, Foyt, Carlin, Harding, That's Andretti. Wait, Andre- Andretti, Foyt, Carlin, Harding, Coin five. Schmidt six. Um, <laughs> it's really though the number, the car numbers. Well, I know, but I'm curious I've about driven a lot of car numbers. You've also driven for six different teams. Yes, that, I have. That's an impressive. That's yeah. an impressive number. And, and let's not limit ourselves. <laughs> Could still, still get more. Yeah. Hey, Bobby Rahal, if you're listening, he still hasn't. Yeah, hasn't hasn't raced a Rahal car yet. Yeah. So there you go. Um, all right. Let's see. I'm sorry. I'm trying to scroll back to the questions, but I've got a lot of alerts ever since ever since the news came out. I know. Let's scroll back here. Let's see. Um, somebody asked if you were running the two seater at Texas. So no. Is the nope. <laughs> nope. Okay, that was Elizabeth Blackstock. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm caught up here. John J. Cook. That John J. Cook. Oh, no, never mind. That's a that's not a question. Okay, Andrew Stewart at Stubaka614. After his strong showing in the 500 and social engagement around it, has that opened the eyes of potential new sponsors? You know what? I, 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 don't, I don't know yet. I think one in particular, maybe. Um, but realistically... It's it's tough to it's tough to say. Um, I just I, I I I really don't I don't know until something happens. So I, I think there has been some interesting conversations about the future, but has anything happened directly afterward? I mean, obviously I'm racing at Texas, but I think that's a different type of situation. Um, and it's not you know it's not you know I'm not I'm obviously not you know I'm driving their car right their right. their sponsor right. It'll be Gallagher on your Gallagher, car? yeah. Okay. So it's it's all all thanks to Gallagher. So. So yeah, so I'm you know we'll we'll see what happens. I, I think I'll know more as we get down the road, like once we get into like July, probably. Not that you have issue with this because like he, I think he mentioned your social engagement, but this does keep you in the spotlight. I mean, you'll you'll be a storyline. You yeah, are storyline probably storyline at at at, at yeah, Texas I mean, now. I don't know, know that, how much that helps. But. No, it's fine. I mean, for me, you know, we just gotta you know keep our keep our heads you know in the game and 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 keep it you know keep the expectations realistic. So okay. that that's really the goal. All right, this guy's got a question that we could spend three podcasts doing, so maybe just yeah. a quick answer. DJ Lunsford at DJ Lunsford. Uh, small budget teams versus large budget teams. What does the difference really look like from equipment, travel, competitiveness example? What kind of money is needed to be competitive at Indy and a whole season? Well, I mean, that's a great question. Yeah, yeah you could spend a lot of time on it. I mean, honestly, book. the more money, the better. Yeah. Um, you know, realistically, it costs 6 to $7 million to do a full season with a proper team, you know, proper really good team. Um, you is that, could. Is that you, on a low end, or is that that's on like a, I mean, median? That, seven million is is high. That's high. Okay. That's high okay. I would say, you know, if you have four million, you're in the conversation with a lot of teams. Okay. Um, but you still need more. Okay. I mean, four to six million dollars, two million dollars in between. That's a big number. So like, 
that's a lot. Um, but you know, for the 500, I mean, there are people that, you know, you, you could run it for 300 grand essentially, but yeah. you better hope that there's a lot coming in from the team. You better hope that there's a lot, but realistically, if you want to go out there and do the best you can with the best team, you got to be in the seven figures there as well. Okay. So, um, and you can notice and I, and you obviously notice where that is. I mean, I, I saw it, you know, you, you, I, I saw it with Andretti, you know, yeah. I could see where, about this. you know, where these, where, where the dollars are spent and how, how it looks. Um, so not how it looks, but just how everything goes and not saying that any of their teams have ever done a bad job. Right. But it's just a different situation. Um, so, mm-hmm. so yes, you can easily tell all of these things for sure. Okay. Yeah. I would think, I think more is the good, I mean, more, more engineers, more data, more engineers, more money, the better. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think more is the, the, the quickest and fastest answer to it. Like I said, we, we've spent, we've spent time talking about this before when you signed with Andretti. So DJ, go, go listen to some of our earlier podcasts and give you a better example. Um, Andrew, at Andy Jones six seven zero four, what was it like having your stepdad be an IndyCar owner? And any fun stories of the of the track of the track as a kid? You know, I was pretty young when that was all happening, um, so it's you know, it was it was cool, it, it was fun. I, I was a big Panther Racing fan. I yeah. mean, I, I loved Sam Hornish Jr. I loved Thomas Schechter. Yeah, um, and and even when you know we had Thomas Engie and Townsend Bell as part of the team, you know that was awesome. You know, great sponsors too. There, you had Pennzoil, and you had uh, you know Rockstar Energy Drink. You had you know Menards was there too. So there was a lot of really cool partnerships there. But I was too young to really start absorbing things and trying to you know learn. Um, and I almost drove for Panther once um, oh, when really? Ryan Briscoe got injured at uh, the doubleheader in Toronto. Oh, okay. I if I wasn't in Europe, I'll never forget. John Barnes called me. He's like, "Hey, can you be at Toronto tomorrow?" And I was like, "I'm in London." And I was so mad That's because awful. I would have loved to have driven that National Guard car at the time too. Oh man, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was it was awesome. Um, so you know, I I, I I I had a chance to drive for Panther and I had a chance to drive for Ganassi in my career, um, which is a shame though I couldn't do either. Um, well, but don't, don't count Ganassi out. Yeah, I still know, around. I know, but but that'll never happen again. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, I, I remember because Carlos Munoz subbed in. Carlos Munoz oh, yeah. drove that race for for them. So so yeah, who's the who's the coolest person you? Oh, Paul Tracy. Paul Tracy's calling, calling you. Nope, not gonna answer that yet. <clears throat> Sorry, Paul. Just tell him. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm busy. I say we could put him on speaker. Yeah, that would be hilarious. <laughs> Who's the coolest person you met while you're at Panther? I mean, was it Hornish or one of those um, guys? I was just to try to get up this guy's question answer. Well, here. even uh, I, anybody, I, Jim Harbaugh. Oh, really? Yeah, Jim Harbaugh was part owner of the team. Oh, as that's well. right. That's and right. I have yeah, two. I, I have a Michigan helmet signed that's by Jim cool. Harbaugh, and I have a Lions helmet signed by Jim Harbaugh. So Jim Harbaugh was pretty cool. Gary Pedigo, great guy. He was he was a longtime supporter of mine too. Uh, Gary Pedigo had a Chevrolet dealership. Um, awesome, awesome people at that team, really. Uh, and 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 Doug, Doug has always in the back of his mind an idea of how he could be a team owner. Really? I, I think Doug misses it. I gotta ask him I about think that. he loves his job. He's got his dream job, right? Right. But, but there's a part of Doug that he's <laughs> like, well, you know, if he had someone who gave him $14 million per year for, yeah. to run two cars, you know, I think he'd be down. But <laughs> but boy, that's a less stable job than being the Indianapolis Motor Speedway president. Sorry, my boss just walked by, that's so I had to right. give him a wave. No, I, uh, I think that it's funny. Every time I ask him about like you know the IMS duties, he tells me the answers, give everything. But when I ask him about you know the cars racing on track, I feel like he you know scoots a little closer, gets real into it. Like, yeah, hey, he, yeah, he I just mean, loves guy, talking about it. He well, he's a race fan, yeah, right? I mean, exactly. he loves racing, so you know it's 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 yeah, he loves racing. All right, next question. Um, 
Lance Snyder at Doctor Who 1975. Two-seater in the wet or the dry? What was more fun? I would say <laughs> the dry. It was more fun? The wet is just hard because that thing is such a long wheelbase and it's like it understeers like crazy, but it's like, woo. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun because you get a little wheel spin. So, yeah. Did you- I, I, the dry is more fun though because you give the rider a better experience. Cause like, okay. And the best part about that is not having a bunch of like, like pace cars and stuff like once i went slow a little bit i could do two full laps at like full throttle before i caught the field when they went green so it was like it was two solid laps of that that the guest the rider like got a proper experience so that was good that's awesome uh and the wet is just nerve-wracking because you don't want to put that thing in the wall yeah i mean you don't want to do anything dumb or silly and it's it's easy to it's easy. That thing is just so massive and heavy that it's swinging around in the wet like a pretty heavy machine. I thought I saw you. Did you lock the brakes at all on that one or no? I thought we saw I you do it. So. No, maybe. not. Okay. I, don't know. I think maybe Townsend said something. I don't remember. We were watching Wind in the Rain. So, <clears throat> anyway, moving on. Is Connor, where are we at? Oh, Sequential Racer. At Sequential Racer. Connor, what racing commitments do you have going to the rest of the year other than this weekend? Is the Lamborghini program still ongoing? Anything on dirt? You have a bunch of stuff on. Um, yeah. The dirt stuff has kind of dissipated because. Um, the the person who was helping out with that was David Bird and, yeah, right. and the Bird program. And when Chris Wyndham's car got wadded up in a fence, um, that that really hurt my. That guy had a <laughs> that was a tough, I was just felt three so days bad for or whatever him. it was. Man, he just yeah. kept crashing. Is he okay? Mm-hmm. Have you talked to him? Is he walking still? Um, yeah, so that that was tough. Ugh. But uh, you know, I don't know. I, I'm still trying to figure that. I would love okay. to do more dirt races. I still have to make some calls on that. But I've been focused on trying to be an IndyCar driver as well. Lamborghini thing. I'm literally flying to test today yep. like in an hour yep. um to go test at watkins Glen, and we're racing there at the six hours at the Glen weekend so so yeah okay well yeah as i said and we'll see about future carlin and other things so yeah you're gonna have a full schedule coming up well i don't know about that but <laughs> we'll see. matthew huntington at matt hnt is Connor daily getting a full-time ride next <laughs> season you know what that's a great question <laughs> i don't know i mean i i would love to say so um but it's hard man we we gotta have someone to help out um. Yeah, we we just got to have someone to help out. So, Andretti's full, which is tough. Um, but we'll see. You know what I mean? I yeah. like I if 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 I'm doing it, you know, I really it has to be a good situation. Or if it's if it's you know if it's not with a top you know top top level team, it has yeah. to be a deal where it's like you know two to three years minimum, and they got to be committed to me. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Because that's the only way you can build a situation. So, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, Jay Menard, who is the most enigmatic of the full-time drivers? Specifically, I mean, who has the most natural driving talent that doesn't necessarily show up in race results? Well, that's not what any. Okay, well, whatever. Yeah, I think that's a good. That's a good question, though. I mean, it's like basically who's like the guy that you know hasn't necessarily had the results? Yeah, well, me. No. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I mean, I think Sage Karam is still quite good. Okay, uh, I do think Sage is quite good. I think. Um, I'm gonna pull up a list of drivers you can look at if there's anybody. Well, there. no, I, I think it's tough to say i mean uh, realistically the you know some of the best guys are are at the front i think they're guys like you know award is obviously very talented um and he's he's been showing that um but yeah i don't know that that's a really tough question because there's not like a uh, there's not there's not many guys right now sort of in the smaller teams that i think are like future, undervalued like future superstar type yeah of like I, I don't okay. i don't see that okay. really but but I, I could be wrong i don't know but um but yeah i'm i i do not know if, like if, if you were to ask me that you know a couple years ago i you know i i mean 
I think I would put myself in that category, but uh, I think also guys like Luca Filippi. I think Luca Filippi was very good. Yeah. Um, I think he was very, very good. Um, and the same with like Mike Conway. Like Mike Conway yeah. was like a really good driver, but you know, was sort of subbing in for people doing random road course races and the guy would win races. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'd, I'd say that. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. That's a good answer. All right. What, um, Karen Hallenbeck at Mississauga 8 says, what happened to your Indy 500 car after the race? Uh, since it was the fifth car, does it get repurposed? Does it just sit in the storage and at the Andretti shop all, all unwrapped and alone? Huh. Would it get used as a backup case and somebody else crashes? My car is already uh, in use it's been again. repurposed, yes. Yeah, it's been repurposed. I think as soon as they realized that it was a good car, I think Ryan Hunter Ray claimed it. So, Oh, is that for the oval or for... I don't. I assume for ovals, yeah, So he, it's a body fit car. I don't know if it's going to be used at Texas, but okay. it was claimed very quickly. <laughs> yeah. Good question from Karen, then. That's an interesting fun fact. I appreciate that one. Connor Clinkenbeard at C. Clinken. CD's thoughts on the new windscreen. Um the look, fu- uh, functionality, etc. Could it lead to more aggressive driving styles going forward, or maybe this is a step towards IndyCar wanting to break the IMS track record with a new engine package to come? I don't know uh, about that, but uh, what do you think of the look, just in general? Look of the windscreen, the new one. You saw it was unveiled, right? Yeah, I not a fan. I still hate it. Yeah, I still hate it. Well, but you know what? You're not alone. A lot of drivers. You got to do. do what you got to do, and then you know we'll obviously still go racing. Yeah, um, but I hate it. So is know. it? Is it hate it? Okay, so good for safety, but just hate it, the look? I don't even care about safety. I think our cars are pretty safe. I see dudes slam walls, destroy walls, and, and you know, it's all right. But, hey, I, we always want to get safer, obviously. People got families and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, we'll just have to see. I think Graham, Graham Rahal said something to the effect of, like, we've done about as much as we can in terms of safety, and yeah. we know the risks going forward. I so. think that's true. It's a good statement. I mean, we're not going to be racing in bubbles, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, that's it is what it is. Okay. Well, now we know. But... We got to do what you got to do. Yeah, we'll see how you guys react to it. Like I said, it, it actually, there isn't even a prototype yet. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, working with Red Bull, those guys know a lot about what's going on. Uh, for so. sure, but I will see what it looks like. And it's how. a cool partnership, I think, in general. So yeah, hopefully, if you hopefully Red, it works. Red Bull and IndyCar in any way, shape, or form, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Um, off topic, but what is... Oh, next on Connor's midget schedule. You just answered that one. Yeah. Jared Birdie, does Rossi get caught by his teammate RHR in the Duel 2? Did Rossi get caught by a teammate... Ryan Hunter Ray in Duel Two, did he? No, I don't. I I think if he if he could have passed him, he would have. And should Andretti make him let Rossi around if he's going to be better able to compete for a podium? No, no. I don't think so. Right? I mean, no. I, I mean, Ryan Hunter Ray has just as much going on as you know Alex does. So yeah, I don't think I mean, they're both fighting for championships. They're both you know quick guys. So I think the time they order they just got to run the the time they order Alex around Ryan. I think it's the time Ryan says, "Okay, I'm out of here." Like I, I, there's no way he's going to want to give not that spot. A chance uh, that's yeah. ever happened. I was just yeah, saying, Ryan, Ryan wouldn't do it if they told him. I don't think, and I don't no. think he'd want a racer to do that. Yeah, exactly. All right, Ryan Spangler at Ryan Spang thirty four. With IndyCar season being about halfway done, what drivers do you think will be fighting for a championship at Laguna Seca? I think, like we just talked about, it's going to be some of the. I mean. I'll say Newgarden, Rossi, Pagano, Dixon, Power. Is there anybody else you want to add to that as the top five? I mean, like I said, Sato, Hunter Ray, Hinch, Ray Hall, Bourdais are the other ties in the top ten right now. Yeah, I mean, Hunter Ray, I think, is is definitely not done. Okay. Um, I think Sato, I, I would like to see, talk to me about Sato after, like, let's say three more races. Okay. And then we'll see. Okay. But um, So you got Hinch, Ray Hall, and Bourdais. Any one of those guys in the top ten right Bourdais, now? Bourdais, definitely not. Mark Ray Hall, potentially. Ray Hall, potentially, for sure, could make a run. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Okay. Okay. So yeah, so most, most of the usual suspects is the answer. 
Uh, Elizabeth Blackstaff also wants to say, uh, tell him I say congratulations, and we'll take a ra- rain check on the two-seater um, in Texas. Anything else? <laughs> so there, there you, you go. go. Yeah. Uh, all these are... I got a lot of congratulations. What's That's the, good. Uh, I'm, calling, I'm trying to see if... I don't want to make anybody get left out here before we close this right. thing yeah, out. Yeah, we got to... The, the Twitter sphere is... is yeah, it's, import, it's important to us. Does Connor kind of, kind of think he can get the Carlin seat set up to be competitive, or is he afraid he's going to be fighting for 18th in that car? Best of luck. That was from Thomas Gross at TD Gross 89. Um, you know, I mean, you, you, you just never know. I mean, talking to the guys already this morning, I mean... It's hard to say. Charlie finished in the top 10 there last year with Carlin. So, um, you know, is it going to be tough? Absolutely, it's going to be tough. You know, it's still a fairly fresh team, but there's a lot of smart people there. And, and you know, you, you, you can never go into a weekend thinking it's going to be average, right? You're, you got to go into it right. thinking that we're going to have a great weekend. So we're going to do our best for sure. And, um, and, and yeah, I, I'm, you know, obviously there's it's going to be a super – I think most people are super interested about what the tires are going to do this weekend. So that's going to be a big, that's why there's this Thursday night session and that's why it could potentially be extended from what I've heard. So, you know, Firestone's got a couple different tire options. So we'll see. I mean, they want it to be a, the furthest thing from a pack race, which is a shame, I think, but, um, you know, I was like, cause I was like, Hey, the the tire at Indy was great. I love the tire at Indy. Like, Let's run that, but like make us run less downforce because the tire was awesome. But uh, but it's very much not that tire. So. so you just love the the danger of of, of that. Pack I just race. think it's, some of the guys just got a better shot at don't it. Don't love pack racing in Texas. I do. Okay. I think it's great. Um, it's, it's what I grew up loving watching. I'm trying to find a good question. There's a bunch of congratulations, and you can see yeah. from the thing. So that's very nice. Um, all right, last one. I'll just go that way. You can fly off to Watkins Glen. Uh, do you have any opportunities to drive Lamar? Is the last question. You know what? From no. Jack at Jack's one. I do not, but I would love to do Le Mans. Obviously, that's a bucket list. You know, I've done an NASCAR race. It wasn't Daytona, but I've done an IndyCar race, and now, you know, I really want to do Le Mans. I've done Sebring. I've done the Rolex. So, you know, the next one, the next big one to really do is, uh, yeah. Is Le Mans? Is Le Mans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I have one question for you. Your boy, Fernando Alonso, <laughs> said... Uh, Said he's not doing IndyCar full time. Is that dis- disappointing? Shock? Surprised? What? What do you? I mean? I mean, honestly, it's a shame. I, 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 you, you really. I mean, if you want to do the Indy 500 right, like usually you're doing a full season, right? So, I mean, that's tough to. It's tough to be like, well, you know, we'd like to do a one-off. It's like, well, why? Like, I mean, they raised enough money, I think, for the Indy 500 to do the entire season. So, you know. It's not like that's a problem. Nope. I, I, so, so I, I don't, I don't know. You know, again, a lot of smart people over there, and I don't know what is in their heads and how they go about it, and I don't know what Fernando wants to do. I really don't. But I would have thought that he would have been ready to race. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I hope Who so. Knows? Like I said McLaren. It sounds like they're rethinking all of everything. Um, I don't know. But hopefully they'll be. Better. Yeah. I mean, you know, there could be something that flips their switch maybe towards the end of the year, and it's like, hey. Maybe we do want to do this, or maybe Alonzo like sees the rest of our championship. And he's like, "Ah, oh, this is, looks like kind of fun." Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe he's gonna be in Montreal. Maybe he can. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, man. He it's... called in last year from from Montreal. Yeah. Just yeah. say hello. What's going on? Yeah, we'll see, man. I yeah. mean, I, I'd like to see him around. Obviously, I think everyone would. I agree. All right, but I also want to see my I also want to see myself around too. So, and I was hoping McLaren would run a two car team, and they would need an experienced IndyCar driver. <laughs> there you go. So. Well, call Zach Brown. Yeah, Let him know yeah. that, that you're still available. Yeah, and uh, you're partnering with his. Old I'll be the guinea pig. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, let's get you off to Watkins Glen. 
We'll see yes. you in Texas. Good yes, luck in we'll Texas. Be there. Thank you. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to that. Pay attention to the tires. The yes. tires are going to be a wild ride. <laughs> All right, this has been uh, IndyCar Weekly. And uh, join us again next week. We'll ask you about how Texas went. There you go. All right.